millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News Live. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. We've got a lot to discuss. James O'Keefe releasing his first report. This one is a doozy. Not to be outdone, Project Veritas also released a new report today. We'll talk about both of them. Do me a favor, if you're just coming along into the chat, if you're over there on the foxhole, hit the red pill. If you're over there on Rumble, hit the thumbs up. Do me a favor, help the channel out. Help me out by sharing this on your favorite social media platforms. guys sit back relax grab your popcorn and we're going to be right back after this very special message from the sponsor of this program which is of course thank you very very much everybody for being here appreciate you hanging out with us tonight we have a story that i wanted to begin with that i felt was super important because i guess yesterday the news well people began talking about it yesterday certainly it was mentioned to me For the first time yesterday, but it is this new quasi-Patriot Act-like legislation that 
Congress and Joe Biden are looking to pass. It is apparently something that could put you in prison for doing things online uh, that you are doing right now. Okay, it's like the ATF reclassifying pistol braces as something that could put you in prison for 10 years. All of a sudden, for going on TikTok, for going on the Internet and doing whatever it is that you do every day, posting videos, dropping red pills, talking about facts that are suppressed, If the government sees that stuff and they don't like it, well, then apparently under the powers enumerated in this particular bill, you can go ahead and uh, kiss your ass goodbye. You might be heading to prison. This is known as the Restrict Act. And a lot of people initially were thinking that this was just about TikTok, but it goes a lot farther than TikTok. Now, this was introduced in a joint bill, a joint session with Senator Mark Warner, who, of course, is a Democrat from Virginia, and Senator John Thune, who is a Republican in name, at least, from South Dakota. Now, TikTok itself is not mentioned in this bill, which is kind of interesting, because if they were going to do anything in regards to social media, I think, number one, they have to remove the number one foreign agent spying app that is active right now on American phones. That is TikTok. Okay, now, barring removing it altogether, forcing TikTok to do business in a different way is something that could totally be done. But of course, TikTok doesn't want to do that because ultimately, at the end of the day, they are controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. And so the Chinese Communist Party is going to tell them to do whatever it is that they do. Now, I know a lot of people use TikTok. In fact, a lot of people use TikTok for red pilling and for getting information out. And what's really odd is that on some things, TikTok seems to be perfectly fine letting it through the censorship regime, whereas here in the United States, traditionally, at least in the last couple of years, it's been something that you couldn't say at all. And right now, if you go to a normal, like average everyday establishment social media app, like say like Facebook or Instagram or something like that, and do a search for France, And see what kind of stuff comes up. It's like baguettes and chicks wearing berets. You might see a picture of the Eiffel Tower. It's very benign stuff. But if you go to TikTok and you search for France, you're going to get video after video of the ongoing protests that are happening there. We haven't even talked about it on the channel yet because, you know, I just rarely talk about France. But Macron is attempting to change something with the pension rules, which would basically either, I think, push people's pension off even another couple of years and probably take more money from them, keep them poorer once they do eventually have to retire. But as a result, People are striking all over the nation. They are setting open fires in the street. Like, it looks like a war zone. It looks like escape from L.A., only I guess it's escape from Paris. And uh, you just don't see that being reported very much, and you certainly don't see it on regular social media. But you can find it on TikTok. Now, I think it's arguable also that perhaps the reason TikTok is pushing those particular videos might be to make it appear to be a lot worse than it actually is. Maybe the Chinese Communist Party wants to destabilize France by making the people of France believe that their country is totally falling apart, when perhaps it's a select number of protests. But from what I understand, people are out in the streets. So anyways, I I don't know. It, it, It could go either way on that one. 
But they claim that this particular bill is about national security. They got to protect the homeland, the United States from all of our major foreign adversaries, which would be like China or Russia or I guess anybody else that would have a vested interest in doing us harm. Um, But it looks like the agenda behind this bill is actually controlling the American population and punishing them, punishing people like you for watching shows like this. So Tucker Carlson had this to say. Basically, he says that the legislation would give the Department of National Intelligence and the Department of Commerce the power to regulate certain transactions between persons in the United States and foreign adversaries. The DNI and the DOC would have ultimate authority in deciding who the foreign adversaries are, not Congress. That seems to be a little bit outside the realm of their normal powers there. Now, uh, there are a number of other transactions that would be broadly impacted by the legislation, which is for things like managed services, software updates, data transmission, repairs, and provision of data hosting services. So if they do this and they give the powers to the Secretary of Commerce, it means that they could enforce any mitigation measure to address any risk from any covered action by any person or with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States. So that means if you are saying something that they don't want you to say, they can shut you down economically. Not only could they make it impossible for people to do business with you, but they could also make it possible for you to do business with anyone else. That is far, far too much power to be placing in any one agency's hands. And even if it wasn't too much power, I mean, it's just a cruel thing to do. I mean, the end result would be to starve you and destroy anything that you've built up. So uh, definitely not a good thing. I think if there is anything that you're going to talk to your congressman about, senators and House members, uh, let them know that this is not something that we want to go see it. So the bill to ban TikTok is absolutely terrifying. It gives the government the ability to go after anyone they deem as a national security risk, at which point they can access everything from their computer to video games to their ring light or their ring camera. So the government says, I don't like that these people are posting about the Twitter files. I don't like that these people are posting about a trans day of rage. So they have to go in. They have the authority now to go in and look at your computer and everything that's on there all of your messages, you know, like forget the the Fourth and Fifth Amendments, you know, I mean, uh, you are, are there's no such thing as as unnecessary or, uh, uh, or or illegal search and seizure. They can go ahead and do whatever they want. If they find you in violation, they can put you in jail for 20 years, fine you one million dollars and seize your property. So everything you own is now the federal government's, not to mention the fact that, well, you're not going to need the house anyways. They're going to be in prison for the next 20 years. This is absolutely insane. You know, what was this, this all started? This all started from the idea that TikTok wasn't safe and that we needed to get TikTok out of the United States or TikTok needed to sell itself to a United States based company so it would be subject to United States rules, regulations, and all of that jazz. But instead, they just stole the election from Donald Trump, came into Washington, D.C., and now have suddenly started kind of ringing the alarm bells about TikTok, you know, letting people know that maybe there is something to this TikTok thing. But then instead of actually addressing TikTok, they just address the most extreme interpretation 
of what people are doing online. Uh, yeah, total freaking communism. J-Hub 316, you're absolutely right. Thank you very much to Astyball over on the Foxhole. Thanks for all you do, Zach. Much love. And Porpoiseful says, hey, Zach, hey, Zach, thank you for your informative shows. Thank you very much. So do me a favor. Please contact your legislators and let them know that despite being a bipartisan kumbaya session, this bill is very, 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 very bad for the American people. And if any of your representatives tell you that they're planning to vote yes on this, uh, then they need to be gotten out of office immediately. Like I'm talking like like what do they call that? The uh, uh, the recall positions, recalling a politician. That's something that. Uh, not enough people do, and that I think that we could probably get accomplished if we got behind it with our uh, with all of our efforts. So, enough on that TikTok bill. Definitely say no to the React bill. James O'Keefe, O'Keefe Media Group, hashtag OMG. We mentioned just a little bit, bit yesterday about the discovery of this Democrat money laundering scheme uh, and the millions of dollars that it's bringing in. So let's go ahead and actually take a look. We didn't actually watch this yesterday. This is the uh, the opening video from James O'Keefe's new Twitter account. FEC data shows that some senior citizens across the U.S. have been donating thousands of times per year. Some of these individuals' names and addresses are attached to over $200,000 in contributions. We Okay, now, before we get into this, I want to make sure, want to make sure that everybody is aware of just, like, what a big scandal this is. Okay, so, there are contribution limits for every person and every candidate, all right? So depending on if you're running for office or if you're somebody who is voting for somebody else, you can give so much money and you can receive so much money. And those laws are fairly strict. And when politicians break them, they really only use them as a tool of last resort if they really want to go after somebody because it's pretty much assured that every politician is making money appear in ways that are less than legal. Now, what James O'Keefe is talking about here is low employed people. So people with not a lot of income, uh, maybe just like even like a basic income, and they are having money donated to the DNC in their name. And it is up to and above contribution limits uh, that would be for a single person. So these people do not have enough money to put this together and make these donations. And That means that it's coming from somewhere else. And that means that somebody else who is paying that money is the one who is donating far beyond their contribution limits. And then, of course, the candidates themselves are receiving this money in an illegal manner. Let's continue. And knocked on a few of their doors to corroborate the data that we received from a group of citizen journalists called Election Watch in Maryland. This is James O'Keefe with OMG. I'm here in Annapolis, Maryland. an individual who has donated a total of $217,000 made through 12,000 different contributions in a three-year period of time. Now, sometimes these contributions have been made in variations of his name and variations of his address. You see this chart here. This chart shows a breakdown of the committees that were earmarked to receive the donations made through Act Blue. And this is all FEC and state data. We're wondering... Now, let's tie this in 
with the Black Lives Matter money. Remember how many millions of dollars were flowing directly into Black Lives Matter? And the scandal was that Act Blue was taking care of that money for them and maybe not even necessarily giving it to them. A lot of that money was just going into the DNC coffers. Well, it's very likely that it could also have been routed to individuals who they know they can use their name and then send a check in their name. And then there you go. It gets recorded. These donors are victims of what appears to be a money laundering scheme or these residents actually participated in the scheme or making phone calls We're knocking on doors. These are things that you can do. We hope you do that. Follow me along and see what happens. This is something that you guys can do. Very easy to do. A lot of homes with bizarre amounts of data showing tens of thousands of contributions made through different uh, uh, different contributors here. So when you also think about like how many contributions a single person has made, And you can work it out. I mean, like you can easily figure out how much these people make, how much time they would actually be spending writing these checks. Totally, totally outside the boundaries of reality. Questions. And we hope the citizen journalism army at OMG can answer them. This is an easy thing to do. Knocking on doors, asking questions. Get yourself a little microphone. Get yourself a camera. Come on, James. Here we go. 3,000 contributions. For $32,000. The FEC records indicate that you donated $32,000. Not employed. Do you see that? (laughs) He's got no job. (laughs) He's got no job, and yet he's donating $32,000 a year to, or even if it was, uh, if it was less than that, even let's say $10,000 a year. He's doing $10,000 per year for three years. Can you imagine, like, personally, like, I don't know how much money any of you make, but to take $10,000 of that money and give it to the Democrats, like, I just don't see it. It doesn't seem like a realistic thing. I'm really interested to see if this guy, Michael Jameson, knows that he has donated so much money. Contributions people made at this address in your name. Are you aware of that happening? You're not aware of that happening? Dr. Donald Trump. Talk to Donald Trump. Well, how would <laughs> Donald Trump help me answer that question? Hit him with a bat. Hit hit Donald Trump with a bat. Yeah, right over the head. How, how would that help me answer this question? It would certainly keep you in the news. To do with I it. See a, a scar on his fucking head. Now stop fucking with me. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, Cindy, no. Okay, okay, so. <laughs> So this guy, oh my gosh, he seems like a bit of a TDS sufferer. Uh, I tend to think he probably is well aware of the money that is going in his name. He's probably getting some type of a payment, too, if he's unemployed himself. Of Annapolis, Maryland, who in the year 2022 allegedly contributed over 1,000 times to Act Blue, totaling $18,849.77. That means Cindy would have had to donate three times a day, every day for the whole year. There you go. Three times a day, every day for the whole year to make all of those donations. Who in their right mind would do that? Nobody is going to go into Act Blue's website three times, morning, lunch, and dinner. Every day before I eat, I give money to Act Blue. <laughs> Hello? 
Hey there, Cindy. <laughs> My name is James O'Keefe, and we're doing a story on um, uh, the amount number of people that have donated with your address. Did you donate to Act Blue, a yeah. p- political cause? How many times a month do you donate to Act Blue? I don't know. I don't know how many times. I don't understand why why um, I'm getting this. Well, the question is, you did donate to Act Blue, right? Yes, uh, once in a while, yes. Did you donate a thousand and nine times? I don't know. I mean, I made, once in a while I donate five or, or so dollars or something like that during election year. What about $18,850? I doubt that. <laughs> Not that many donations. No, I don't think so. What, what? Okay, so here we go. We go from somebody who is probably knowingly allowing his name to this woman right here. and She has no idea what he's talking about. That is even bigger. The Federal Election Commission indicates that that much money was donated to Act Blue and Biden for president. I wish I, I wish I could have donated eighteen thousand dollars to Biden's presidency. How much <laughs> did you donate? I don't know. I don't Order know. of magnitude. I, I like I said, I donate five dollars once in a while to, to because I have various charities I like to give to. Do you know people are using your address? I don't think so. So, <laughs> interesting. I, I would have loved to have seen what her daughter said when she came out. Like, Mom, what are you doing? Enough. She said she donates something like $5 a month. But um, we're getting kind of a pattern of reactions here as we as we do this. The woman was a very nice lady. She talked to us. So, interestingly enough, it's even in a, even a two-party consent state like Maryland, with the camera out in the open, people are still being honest. <laughs> this is sort of new to me. <laughs> Usually we use the covert cameras, but maybe the camera's a truth serum. But does it sound about right that there's been 18,000 contributions? Absolutely not. For the... For Absolutely not. In the amount of like $170,000? Absolutely not. Really? Yes. Okay. So that's not you doing that? No, it's not. Oh, so now the question becomes, who exactly is doing it? If you're processing a card, then that card would now be on file and we'd be able to see who actually really made that donation. Is it somebody at Act Blue that is charging cards over and over again? Or are they taking the money from some super slush fund account that's been created by the DNC or by somebody like George Soros? I don't know, but I love the fact that this woman is answering so honestly. But, but the, 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 does the frequency ring a bell that you're donating that much every, like, ten times a day sometimes? No. No? no. Do you think someone is maybe fraudulently um, well, debiting your be. accounts or something? They must be. Blue is the one I use for political right, donations, yep. and I do not make that kind of political donations. Right. Uh, so right here, um, yeah, it's eighteen thousand six hundred and seventy-two different contributions that total an amount of one hundred and seventy thousand dollars and two hundred and twenty-one cents. No, 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 no. So I'm about to call Garland Riggs. He's the excessive small amount donor. Uh, Thirty-one thousand. 73 individual contributions were made uh, under his address. He's 80 years old. He lives on the outskirts of D.C. So many people across the country. I'm going to call him and see if I can make a contribution in his name. And see Ooh. how he responds. He's either a victim of 
some type of conspiracy or he's a culprit himself. A lot of these phone numbers are available on white pages, on Google, and other apps where you can find people's phone numbers and information. Hey there, Mr. Riggs. Yes. James O'Keefe, just asking about those contributions we spoke on the phone. Um, have you donated to Act Blue in the past? I don't believe so. You, you're listed as someone who's given um, over 31,000 individual contributions to, to various causes for a total of $230,000 using your name in this address. No, that's, that's not us. That's not you? No. Nope. Have you ever donated to, to Act Blue? Or? I think my wife has, but, but nowhere near. Are you that's aware that people are using your, your name? No. Have you donated to Act Blue in the past? I don't believe so. You, you're listed as someone who's... So th- this is undoubtedly, I believe, somebody at Act Blue because they would have access to the names of past donors and then they could just use them over and over and over again to launder small amounts of money so that it doesn't pop up on anybody's radar. Unless, of course, you're looking at the total FEC records and you can see... 80, 90, 500 individual donations, totaling hundreds of thousands of dollars, 31,073 donations for $230,000, and this guy has no idea. His wife handed over their information previously. I would suggest to every single one of you, you guys go to the FEC's website and search your own name, search your own information. If you, at any time in the past, have ever given to a charity organization or to a political campaign, I would suggest you go ahead and check to see if you're actually on that list and if you've given more times than you believe you have. This, to me, also is a much, much larger indication of just how many people that really are alive in the United States actually support the radical left-wing agenda. Because certainly, you know, I, I believe that the majority of the country is conservative. Now, you look at the amount of money that Donald Trump brings in, okay? Record-breaking amounts more than any other candidate. And then you look at the number of donations that the Democrats are getting, and you just have to know that all of that money is virtually fraudulent. All of it is being laundered from criminal enterprise A, B, or C. You've got drug trafficking. You've got the money coming in from human trafficking. You've got slush funds probably for bribes that are coming through all number of different agencies and and, uh, principalities. So, yeah, check your own names. I'd be very interested to see if you guys find yourself on any of those lists. Pretty interesting stuff. All right, and we're going to go back to this view right here. Uh, the FEC's website. Hold on. Let me. Actually, I think they had a. Did they have a link to it here? Hmm. FEC donor info. Hmm. FEC individual contribution research. Okay. Let me pass this out. So on this page, click search individual com- contributor data. So there you go. <clears throat> Put that over there. Put this over. Yes, a laundering scheme is what it is. Yes. Okay. All right. So search individual contributor data. Tell you what, I I'm gonna I don't want to put my my information up on screen, but <clears throat> on the left you can search for name, zip code, city. 
employer image number, recipient ID. Hang on, and let me let me let me search. Mm-hmm. Nothing down here. Let's check. Nope, nothing there. <clears throat> okay, guys. So. I am not on this list, okay? So I can rest easy at night knowing that nobody is stealing my name to make donations. But you can go through here and you can check out anybody, basically. Look at this. Jerry Zink. Jerry Zink. (laughs) Multiple donations right in a row. All of these appear to be multiple donations. Yeah, probably because they're giving to one place and then it's being split uh, down the middle or something like that. Okay. Um, let me see. Johnny says this info is very scary. Here's the thing. You know, I, I always assumed this kind of stuff was happening. You know, I mean, to me, I love hearing it because I want these people to be exposed. They have created a system that perpetuates itself. People that are into this stuff that are getting the benefit from these illegal activities, you know, they want to keep getting the benefit of these illegal activities. So they don't care. They're already compromised. If they go to the police, then are they going to get caught too? Most of these people are probably acting out of self-preservation. You know, what we need is for those illegal activities to be exposed so that we can then address them, so that we can fix them, so that we can demand change, because it's not just It's just not just the donation system. It's not just Washington, D.C. I mean, the whole rotten thing from the inside out is festering and moldy. It's a disgusting and failed system. We have to expose it completely so that people will demand that it must be changed. You know, so anyways, um Ooh, the Act Blue campaign scam appears to have laundered $100 billion in 2020 to DNC campaigns. Good Lord. That is just absolutely insane. Marshall Rob, I just bought a book. How to avoid getting ripped off. Best $200 I ever spent. That's great. Oh, man. All right. So listen to this. Here is an interesting addendum to that story. After this report comes out from James O'Keefe and the O'Keefe Media Group, hashtag OMG, this uh, video prompted uh, perhaps the firing or the resignation of a woman by the name of Linda Lamone. She is a Maryland elections administrator, and uh, she just said, hey, guess what? It's time. I'm going to go ahead and bow out now. Sounds to me like she got the message from James's report and said, you know what? I'm going to leave town right now while there's still time. So Maryland Matters reported Linda H. Lamone, the occasionally controversial at times embattled but seemingly unflappable Maryland elections administrator, currently the second longest serving chief elections official in the nation, is stepping down from the post after more than 25 years. Isn't that so interesting that happened the day after James O'Keefe exposed this massive money laundering scheme? Now, she is 81, so give her that. But she told the Board of Elections uh, at their meeting earlier today that she would be retiring sometime this summer. The date has yet to be determined. Maybe September 1st. It's time, she said. Now, she is famous for bringing electronic voting machines to Maryland. So 
there's anyone you want to blame, you can take a look at Linda right there. Maybe you can get that fixed in the future. All right, let's talk a little bit about President Trump, too. Good news on this. Looks like there is not going to be a vote on whether or not to indict President Trump this week. The grand jury, despite the evidence that has been presented to it, just seems to not be able to come to an agreement on whether or not President Trump committed a crime. Does anybody who has been paying attention for a very long time, that is not surprising. That's just the way that it is, because once again, he's the Teflon Don. He's done nothing wrong. Donald Trump works, lives, breathes, eats by the book. He knows exactly what to do and when so that he can avoid doing anything illegal. He is very, very skilled, very intelligent, and very savvy. So the grand jury cannot come to an agreement. And they've had this kind of on-again, off-again thing where they say they're going to put out charges, and then they end up not meeting at all. And here they've postponed it. And now it looks like they are actually uh, postponing any further meetings for another month. They're actually taking a month off for vacation without giving us an indictment for the president. Like, what do they think is going to change in the next 30 days? What do they honestly believe is going to change? They're not going to be looking at the contents of the case. They're just trying to give themselves some time to go ahead and relax and then get back to the very difficult job of trying to indict Donald Trump. For most of these people, they've probably been attempting to do it for years now. Before you know it, it's going to be generations. It's going to be that meme of that woman in the crowd saying, this is the year we get Trump over and over and over again as she just gets older and more bitter and more embattled and more wrinkled and more frail. And Donald Trump continues to get stronger. He gets healthier. I mean, Donald Trump is living in reverse. He is like, uh, I don't know, a, a, a Florida bronzed version of Benjamin Button. He just keeps getting better and better. He's like a fine wine. Donald Trump is like a fine wine. I love it. And I love watching these people squirm, trying to get something out of this. They have wasted so much money. And everything that this grand jury is looking at has already been looked at by other other courts, other jurisdictions. It's frankly ridiculous. So they're taking a month off. Then next month they come back. And I tell you what, I'm going to predict right now that they don't find a damn thing when they return. They will not be able to find any crimes against Donald Trump. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, let them do it, okay? All they're doing is wasting their own money. All they're doing is making themselves look totally ridiculous, desperate in any attempt to get Donald Trump by the skirt, the short and curlies, but they won't. They won't be able to. And it's making him rise in the polls. It looks like The corrupt, deep state-controlled government is using the courts to go after Donald Trump. And by Jove, that is exactly what they're doing. That is the exact route they have taken. It has made him more popular. They have made him more money. You are, you might, you might be not blamed for being mistaken and thinking they were working for President Trump because everything they're doing is just making him look better. I absolutely love it. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, you guys. Pope Francis has been hospitalized. Now, before you start celebrating, it doesn't look like he's in any particular bad health. He's got some previously scheduled 
uh, checkups that are meant to be taking place over the next couple of days. He is actually in Rome because, as you may or may not know, Vatican City, I don't think they have their own hospital. Everything is out there inside the actual Roman capital. But they're keeping him there so that they can make sure that everything is going to be okay, that he is going to be uh, fine to go back to his normal schedule of, uh, of grinding the bones of murdered children, making uh, a sick paste out of it. Um, this man, uh, you know, a lot of people are, uh, are, are really not fans of Bergoglio, as you might know. Um, and of course, as uh, we talked about the other night, I'm pretty sure he is a Jesuit himself. He is absolutely, yes, <laughs> Pope is low on adrenochrome. <laughs> the spike, I'm glad that I'm bringing some joy to your day. You know, I, I like, I generally like to have a good time. I like to laugh. Uh, you know, I like to kind of let my hair down because as I say all the time, I mean, this stuff is so dark, you know, half the time <laughs> you got to try not to jump off the roof when you're done doing these reports because you're looking around. And if, if you were to just look at it on the surface level, it's real easy to get depressed, but because I allow myself to have a good time, let's just cut it up. <laughs> stop being so serious. Uh, then it makes it so that I can I can handle this a lot better too. I I, I can deal with this and and I don't get off the show thinking like good God what is going on. Even though I do think that. Uh, okay, so uh, a thick paste of chili. Sorry, I was, you know, I was trying to think of something that you would see in like a Hansel and Gretel or something like that. Okay. Um, we got to talk about the the trans shooter, Tennessee trans shooter. So yesterday, well, two days ago, terrible shooting. The uh, security footage was released. Then yesterday, we got the body cam footage. I showed that to you yesterday on the show. And it seems like the audience is pretty divided between, you know, this is a, a real event or this is a staged event with actors and uh, nobody died. Or certainly, at the very least, you know, that the the actual footage of the shooter engaging with police and then dying, people said that didn't look real. And then I actually saw other people who said that they had family who were law enforcement, that they didn't think that it felt like a real event. But, you know, I mean, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. And I can't see anything in that video because of the way they have things covered up. And, you know, of course, they don't want that stuff getting out. But... You know, after the show yesterday, my mom sent me this video. Take a look. Take a look. You can actually see in this video right here the shoes that she walks in wearing. All right. And they look like Vans old schools. Uh, and I know that because I have a pair of them. OK, so they have this black toe cap. They have the white soles right there with gum underneath. And then the inset of that shoe inside this part right here would also be black. All right. And then there should be like a white swoosh, the Vans swoosh that goes all the way across. OK. All right. So that is done. Now, let's take a look at the shoes in a still from the body cam footage of the police. And there's a lot of people saying that that this is a different pair of shoes. All right, I got to turn that down because that's annoying. Okay, take a look. Okay, now this is black and it looks like it has a flame on it. Now, 
I don't think that I could see. I don't think that I could see the shoes well enough when she walked in because of how low set the pants were. All right. Um, Hush puppy. Well, that's the thing, Nicoletta. I, I don't think those were hush puppy shoes. They looked like Vans to me. Now, I didn't grow up wearing hush puppies, but hold on. But I did grow up wearing Vans. <sighs> okay, so I, I, I'm looking at this right here, and I see the white swoosh. I see the white sole with the gum underneath, and I see the black toe cap, which are on those Vans old schools. And look, I can see right there. That looks like it as well. Okay, now let's hang on just a second. You've got this thick white band that goes right there. So what I'm trying to do is to work this out with you guys on the air so that we can see if we are seeing what other people are seeing. All right. So I will say this. In these shoes, I don't see that white stripe. Now I see the fire right there. But I don't see that white cap behind the toe. So I am going to say that I do believe these are different shoes. They appear to be different shoes. And then you have to ask yourself, why? 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 Somebody is giving us two different pairs of shoes. There they are again. Okay, so... I'm looking at them. These are vans. Those are definitely vans. And those look like vans to me too, but I don't see this white cap. And even right here, I don't see any flames. There's no flames. Hang on. I will show you guys the shoes that I think they are. Vans. Old school. Black with flames. Here they are. <clears throat> All right. So these are the short ones. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Okay, and you can see the flame there. It's yellow up at the front, but it's not white. And there's that van swoosh. Here are okay. Here are the uh, the the high top versions. And again, you've got white right. You've got yellow right here, but you don't have white, and it doesn't come up right here. All right. So I don't know. A- any way you slice it, I think those are two different pairs of shoes. They just they don't look like the same shoes to me. So, anyways, I know that. People have strong opinions on this stuff, but uh, at the end of the day, I think that definitely the people who are saying those are different shoes, those are different, those are different shoes for sure. Learned about this apparently right around the time that that person was alleged to have shut up that school. The FBI was having a ceremony suggesting that they're going to do more to hire more women. Like, <clears throat> I don't have any problem, any overt problem with them hiring women. Um but I think that if they start hiring solely based upon gender or based upon any other factor that has nothing to do with how good of an investigator, how honest you are, how good of a cop you are, those should be the number one things on there. Um, and just because somebody is a woman doesn't mean that they're even necessarily a good fit for the FBI. You know, I want as many talented, honest people as I can, working at the FBI. Now, that may not be possible. So maybe the FBI is about to run themselves into the ground through further mismanagement and the inability to solve real crimes, only focusing on political persecution of your your uh, your hated political enemies. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I don't think the FBI is doing themselves any favors. Now, 
Turns out that this uh, trans shooter in their manifesto uh, had actually warned a friend prior to the event saying that you're probably going to hear about me on the news tonight. I'm planning to die today. Uh, Here is the actual text. Aiden said, so basically that post I made on here about you, that was basically a suicide note. I'm planning to die today. This is not a joke. Looks like this is on Facebook or yeah, I think this is Facebook. You're probably going to hear about me on the news after I die. This is my last goodbye. I love you. See you again in another life. Audrey Aiden. Audrey, you have so much more to life to live. I pray God keeps and covers you. I know, but I don't want to live. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to upset you or get attention. I just need to die. I wanted to tell you first because you are the most beautiful person I've ever seen and known all my life. My family doesn't know what I'm about to do. One day this will make more sense. I've left more than enough evidence behind. And, of course, that evidence includes that suicide note and that manifesto. What's really interesting about it is that there is a cadre of LGBTQ activists who are working behind the scenes to have that suicide note and that manifesto covered up. Why would they do that? Well, of course, the information contained therein is going to reflect poorly on the trans and LGBTQ plus community. Uh, so they want to go ahead and cover it up. They want to be able to continue to parrot the narratives that trans people are dying at an excessive rate or that for a boy identifying as a girl, he's getting charged with a felony. No, you, you get charged with a felony when you go into women's bathroom and you pull out your junk in front of little kids. That's what puts you in prison. That's a felony right there. But nobody is saying that because of your identity, we are charging you with a crime and we are putting you in prison. Now, in a place like Tennessee, now apparently it's illegal to have those provocative, sexually provocative uh, drag shows in front of children. You can't do that. Uh, So if you choose to go to an elementary school and get naked in front of little kids, then yeah, you're going to be committing a felony. That's not because you're trans that you're getting arrested. You're getting arrested because you're breaking the law. And societies that exist and are successful have laws that must be followed. And incidentally enough, societies that protect the interests of children also tend to be more successful. Take a look at ancient Rome. You know, I mean, like they were raping kids all the time. They didn't care about any of that stuff. And of course, Rome fell. Uh, here we are in the Western world, and for a long time, we've done a lot to protect children. Nowadays, they are trying to victimize children and make them into these sexual moldable objects that they can create whomever or whatever they want. And uh, this is going to be the death of America. Um, I think that if this was any other situation, like if this was just a white guy who played video games, uh, who went and shot a bunch of marginalized people or even a couple of kids like this person did, the manifesto would have already been online. I mean, every school shooter, every shooter in the past, like the manifesto is immediately shoved out. This, I will tell you, is one of the reasons why I tend to believe that there may be some truth to this incident because the deep state, although they have very briefly mentioned guns, we very quickly took control of the narrative and pointed out the fact, rightfully so, that this person identified as trans and that they shot up a Christian school 
Like, this is a hate crime at the end of the day. And of course, once that happened, well, now the left can't keep harping on it. They're going to have to make it go away, just like the MSU shooter just a couple of weeks ago. But if this was a deep state operation and they only wanted to use it to take away our guns, I think that they already would have put that that manifesto out and they probably wouldn't have had a trans person do it. This might just be like a happy medium in terms of uh, their effectiveness for a, an operation. Um, but I think that having that manifesto out there, I, obviously it's going to help our case. And I mean, we can point to it. We can say like this person was mentally ill. It had nothing to do with anything but the fact that they were mentally ill. Saw some interesting uh, footage from an interview with Andy No. And he said that nowadays, when people get arrested for protesting and stuff, this is how he like came like to know about like this explosion in trans culture or whatever. Uh, that like something like twenty percent, twenty or more percent of the people who get arrested are like non-binary, either they're they're trans identifying uh, or they are intersex. Or, I don't know. They're messed up in some way and they don't identify as a boy or a girl. And, like, that's just not normal. Like, <laughs> the rest of the country isn't like that. We don't have 20% of the population who was born into the wrong body. But they're trying to get it there as much as possible. And I also mentioned yesterday that there were calls for violence, active calls for violence against people if they didn't respect trans rights. Like, what does that even mean? Like, if I'm at a gas station and I, okay, <laughs> I, I misgendered somebody on the phone today. I thought I was talking to a man. I said, sir. And she said, it's ma'am. <laughs> of course, all I could think about was that GameStop video. And I almost lost my stuff. Almost lost it. A hundred percent. And I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, and she was a very nice lady. Helped me out with my computer and everything. <laughs> Yes, I'll identify as a red-tailed hawk. I got. I want to get this gutter leaf thing at you. I can't stop watching it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyways, so I'm at a gas station, and I accidentally call someone sir, or I accidentally call someone ma'am. Is that now a murderable offense? Am I denying your right to exist as a trans person, and so therefore you're going to shoot me, or you're going to hit me in the face with a baseball bat? Because right now, they are planning, a, you can't even believe they're calling it this, a trans day of vengeance. A trans day of vengeance. Like, days after a trans person kills three kids and three adults? Like, what? Are you serious? Like, are they trying to discredit themselves? Are they attempting to make the rest of America recognize that there is something fundamentally wrong, that we live in a world where 20% of the population suddenly don't know who they are or, like, what they're supposed to be? You know, I mean, like, how much of that is those moron parents that are raising these kids, putting them in dresses at five years old, or just the videos they're watching on TikTok? TikTok. My God. It's absolutely insane. Oh, look at that. Surter. I, I, I identify as a Marine. Mm. But what's really interesting about this stuff is that today on Twitter, if you tweeted about it and you tried to warn people, well, then Twitter was locking down accounts. I, I spoke to a number of my friends who had their accounts shut down very early on, 
uh, today, and a couple of them have gotten them back. But you have to delete any tweet where you mention the Trans Day of Vengeance. I feel like this is something people should have the right to know. Guess what? This week, a trans person killed six people. This Saturday, there's going to be a Trans Day of Vengeance. Are, what are they going to be out in the streets in force with guns? I mean, I was looking at videos yesterday preparing to, to talk about this stuff. And I saw video after video of trans identifying people calling openly for violence, you know, trans rights or else. Uh, or, you know, saying that, that people need to have guns and they need to be ready to fight fire with fire. Like, good Lord, this is going to be a wild couple of days, wild couple of weeks. I mean, how far are they planning on taking this? Hopefully, if you were on the fence about any of this stuff, uh, this has convinced you that it is a more serious issue than you may have thought before. And look at this. We had an official account, a person who represented the alleged governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs. This was her press secretary like the mouthpiece for the administration. And as soon as this shooting happened, she tweeted out something really, really inappropriate. It was kind of a warning against people they identify as transphobes. So she said initially, if you work in the progressive community and are transphobic, you're not progressive, period. End of story. It's not hard to understand, but your bigotry masquerading as feminism actually is. So how dare you call yourself a progressive and stand up for the rights of a real biological woman? I talked about this the other day. Anna Kasparian got just reamed out on Twitter because she made some comment about how, like, you know, women are women. They should be winning women's awards. Uh, and that they can't erase women. And obviously, Jocelyn Berry thinks that that's just okay. And then somebody replies with a she, her in her bio. Not sure these transphobic from the left posers know who they're messing with. That's an indication of likelihood to violence. And then Jocelyn Berry, the press secretary for Katie Hobbs, says us when we see transphobes. And it's a gif of a woman holding two guns, pointing them. The implication is that if you're progressive enough, then you want to shoot Trump supporters when you see them. You want to shoot the wicked transphobes who are not allowing you to exist. Like, you go ahead and do you, girl. You do what you do. You do what you want. And you just keep it out of my mind. Keep it out of my life. None of this, none of us normal people want to be forced to deal with your insanity. This is stuff you should be talking about with your therapist. Don't go out into the world and kill kids because you feel bad because your family doesn't accept you. Like, I'll, you know, spoiler alert, plenty of parents and children go through a period where they don't talk to each other for a while. Or maybe they argue about something and they just don't see eye to eye. And so they go away and somebody grows up a little bit, figures out who they are on their own, leaving the nest as you should. And then they come back and then everybody can be adults and you can get along and everything is fine. The problem is that 
people like her in her generation, uh, they are the, the participation trophy generation. They have been told that they can do anything and be anything and all they got to do is manifest it and everything's just going to come to them and the world is going to be peaches and roses and when they get out into the real world and they re- and they recognize, finally realizing that you're going to have to actually do some work if you want to make it in this world, that you're going to have to be self-sufficient, that mommy and daddy are not always going to be there to bail your ass out when you run out of money or when you do too many drugs or when you lose at gambling. You know, you're the one who has to fix your life when you're an adult. And sometimes your parents don't like what you do. But you know what? If you're an adult and you're living your life the right way, then you have the right to tell your parents that that's fine. They don't have to love and accept everything that you do in your life. You want your parents to be proud of you, but if your parents are having an issue dealing with the fact that at 28 you decided that you no longer want to be a girl, give them some time, okay? They are mourning the loss of a child, and they have to learn how to love another one. You don't have to go killing people. And for the fact that you did, it lets us know that there is something fundamentally wrong with this whole system that the Democrats have tried to set up, that the left has tried to set up. And it's not okay to say that you want to kill people who don't agree with you ideologically. Anyways, this woman got fired. She actually got fired, and she is no longer going to be working for Katie Hobbs, which I think is a very, very good thing. You guys, Chi-Chi's at the door. Just one second. I'll, I'll be right back. Come on, buddy. Get in. All right. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, Secure Vero, Sector Vero, the danger of adding testosterone into the mix of teenage female adolescents. I, I, I would say that uh, there's already research that shows that by giving young people like that testosterone, your you know, hormones that aren't theirs, their brain goes through some profound changes. It's not just as easy as giving somebody hormones and then, you know, poof, you're a girl or poof, you're a boy. All right. Your brain and your body has already been working towards one goal, this natural goal, the way that it was meant to develop. And then you introduce these hormones and medications in that like change that whole process, you know, we are not just we're not we're not computer chips. We are not uh, you know malleable in that way. Yes, the human body can do some strange and wonderful things, but you can't just make it become something that it's not. I saw another heartbreaking interview of this woman. Well, man, it was a man who was trans who didn't want to be trans anymore, but it's too late. Like they already went in and they took care of everything, and there's no going back. There's no going back. And just imagine how depressing and how awful that would be for that person. So Joe Biden, his initial answer to this tragedy taking place uh, was to make a joke about ice cream. Uh, Now, somebody actually asked him as he was walking into the uh, one wing of the White House uh, if this was an attack on Christians. Remember that. God dang it. What are you doing? Get in here. Get in here. Oh, my God. Chi-Chi just took a dump. Chi-Chi just took a dump. God. He had to go to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> There's poop right there behind you. <laughs> God. Oh. Mm. <laughs> 
I didn't even think she was here. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't know. I didn't know you were here. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so anyways, Chi-Chi wanted to go outside, and for whatever reason, Lisa didn't know, and so he was scratching on my door, and I let him in, and then he went right back out and pooped right in front of my door. At least it was on a tile floor, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's let's watch this clip of Joe Biden uh, making light of the situation. No idea. Josh Hawley believes they were. What do you say to that? Well, I probably don't. Then. <laughs> probably don't. No, I, mean, I'm no, I have no idea. Do you believe that? So it's unclear uh, whether or not he is even aware of the shooting that's taken place. It's likely that he doesn't. Um, but I tend to think that he also just doesn't want. Oh, that way I didn't reopen last close tab. Um, that uh, that yeah he he just he doesn't really want to address it because he cannot say what everyone knows is that this was an attack on Christians this was a hate crime but of course if you're white or if you're Christian then it's totally legal it's fine you know you deserve it you why how come you don't recognize that with your white privilege with your white fragility anyways Tucker Carlson did a piece on this. And I thought that he said something incredibly profound, that the trans movement is the mirror image of Christianity and therefore its natural enemy. Let me play this video for you because, of course, he says it so eloquently. But uh, this is uh, we can't think of any trans person who's ever been murdered by a pastor. As far as we know, that has never happened. So it's not an actual threat of violence from Christians that's inspiring some trans people to buy AR-15s. No, it's it's got to be more fundamental than that. And it is. The trans movement is the mirror image of Christianity, and therefore its natural enemy. In Christianity, the price of admission is admitting that you're not God. Christians openly concede that they have no real power over anything, and for that matter, very little personal virtue. They will tell you to your face that they are sinful and helpless and basically absurd. They're not embarrassed about any of this. They brag about it. That saved a wretch like me goes the most famous Christian hymn ever written in English. The trans movement takes the opposite view. Trans ideology claims dominion over nature itself. We can change the identity we were born with, they will tell you, with wild-eyed certainty. So this idea right here, uh, to me, gets to the, the heart of the problem that we see with the whole transhumanist movement. I see the transgender movement as an outcropping of the transhumanist movement, because at the end of the day, those people that are transhumanists, they want to extend their life forever, uh, for infinity. They want to become gods among men. They want to have dominion over life itself at the fundamental cellular level. They want to be able to create life and to uh, create death at a whim. Uh, With a push of a button, they can say you're alive or you're dead. And we've seen that time and time again. Their creations that have recently become available, mRNA vaccines, like those are not good, okay? But that's just the beginning of what they're able to do with that technology. They are planning to bring back ex- extinct dinosaurs and uh, marsupials. You know, and I got to be honest, I-, I would love to see a Tasmanian tiger walking around the uh, the zoo, you know? 
Um, but what's really scary is the idea that they're going to create life forms that don't exist naturally. And who knows what they're planning on doing with the children of tomorrow. Right now, they are convincing an entire generation of children that they were born in the wrong bodies. And the only thing that can get them to feel normal is surgical intervention, surgical intervention that is oftentimes disfiguring, that is scarring, that is irreversible. This is the antithesis of Christianity, and this makes a lot of sense why these people hate who we are and what we believe. You know, uh, you know, none of us are arrogant enough or stupid enough to believe that we're the ones with the power. Everybody knows that God's the one with the power. Uh, you know, we are sinners. We were saved. And nobody has to be saved in this. You save yourself because you make that appointment to get your penis cut off. Christians can never agree with this statement because these are powers they believe God alone possesses. That unwillingness to agree, that failure to acknowledge a trans person's dominion over nature, incites and enrages some in the trans community. People who believe they're God can't stand to be reminded that they're not. Mm -mm. So Christianity and transgender orthodoxy are wholly incompatible theologies. They can never be reconciled. They are on a collision course with each other. One side is likely to draw blood before the other side. And what just happened? They just drew blood. Okay, now I know that there are going to be people in this community who say, well, you know, trans people have been murdered before. Okay, you know, I don't know specifically of any case of a trans person being stalked, uh, being singled out, and being murdered for being trans. I have heard stories about dudes who find out that the person they're with is not a woman and then they get very angry and then a fight ensues you know i I can't really say anything about that i can't blame them i mean like can you imagine if you were in that situation i think anybody would be really really upset it is a beat upable offense by anybody's stretch but i simply do not know any cases of people being tracked down singled out and murdered for the fact that they're trans. Uh, it always seems to be a crime that has some motive to it. Uh, and as I stated earlier in the show, nobody is being arrested because they're trans. If they are trans and they commit a crime, they're being arrested for that crime. I mean, the entire criminal justice system is so hyper-focused on this stuff right now. Uh, they don't want to get called out for being transphobic or for doing the wrong thing. I mean, hell, they don't even want to punish regular criminals anymore. So I would think if you're trans, like, that's a get-out-of-jail-free card. They're just going to let you go. That's what we concluded last week. Yesterday morning, tragically, our fears were confirmed. A self-identified trans person called... Here's the other thing. I also don't think that it's uh, a likely coincidence that Tucker, like, mentions the fact that this is going to happen. Okay, it's like he's talking to the normies on the right, just staying home every day watching Fox News, tells them, hey, there's going to be blood in the streets. And then a couple of days later, there's blood in the streets from the other side. Man, I don't know. I mean, maybe God's listening and making all this happen. Hale committed mass murder at a Christian school in Nashville. Hale burst into a place called the Convent School and executed three nine-year-olds as well as three adults. Police have released body cam footage from the end of the massacre. We're showing just a part of it. You can see the rest online if you want. We're not going to show it because it's too awful and sad. But what was almost as sickening to see in a far more subtle and insidious way was the media coverage of yesterday's tragedy. 
This is the really disturbing part. Tucker is a gateway to the truth. That's right. Yes, Hanoi Jane called for this. She was on The View. I was actually going to bring this up. And she's not the only one. There were a number of people in the media that as a result of this story, they tried to claim that the reason it happened was because Tennessee just passed this bill restricting the right of minors from getting life-altering, disfiguring surgeries. Okay? If you are 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, even 17 years old, your mind is not fully bound and created. Okay, I think that if you're going to get sex reassignment surgery, you should probably wait until you're like an adult, like 25 years old, because by 25, you know who you are, okay? And you're young. You know, what's another seven years just waiting because you can never get it back, all right? You can never get it back. But they suggested that because this law was passed and children are protected, both from drag shows and from surgeries that they can't undo, uh, that this is the reason why this shooting took place. You know, that very reason right there is why I lean towards the idea that this was an orchestrated event. You know, they waited until that legislation passed and then they went ahead and activated this trans monster and had her come out and uh, kill all these people or allegedly kill these people. But let's take a look. Jane Fonda talking about the murder of pro-lifers. That is how much she wants to murder babies. She wants the right to murder babies, and if you disagree with her, then you need to get murdered too, Christians in particular. We have experienced many decades now of having agency over our body, of being able to determine when and how many children to have. We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. I think the women will rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, 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 and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's the truth. Very, very soon. It, it is the truth. But we're I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> what did you say? Murder. <laughs> murder. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run that's with the it. Worst. She's don't just kidding. kidding. It's... Well, let me talk to you about... <laughs> She's not kidding. Look at her face. She's absolutely serious. She's 100% serious. Jane Fonda and these people like her believe that murder is an appropriate response to ideological disagreement. Which is, again, the best possible argument for the Second Amendment, ensuring that you and your family are protected, because you never know when some insane person like this is going to come out of the woodwork. Okay, um, let's. Oh, this was another one from The View that makes sense to do right here. I couldn't believe this. So this woman right here, Sonny Hostin uh, of The View. Uh, She made a comparison between the imprisonment of black criminals here in America, reminding you that people are locked up in America regardless of their race based upon the crimes they've committed and the criminal justice system. Now, that may not be perfect, but it's way different than the Uyghur Muslim concentration camps that the Chinese are running to continue to keep their forced organ harvesting industry 
going. And then, of course, also their slave labor camps, which are made up entirely of Uyghur Muslims. But Sonny Hostin believes that there is a similar illusion to be made between the two. Let's go ahead and take a listen to her hot take on this subject. And so as a woman of color with a six foot two black kid in college and a five foot seven, five foot eight black kid in high school, I don't see that part of American exceptionalism. I'm sorry. I think this country has a lot of problems that could be solved. Yes, maybe they're putting uh, Muslims in jail in Afghanistan, I think you mentioned, and China. China, They're putting a lot of more black people in jail here. Can I ask? And so. Okay. (laughs) Afghanistan is all Muslim. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Doesn't even know. She's not even aware. She doesn't know that Uyghur Muslims are rounded up and put into slave concentration camps and used for free labor to make her Fendi bags and her Nike shoes and whatever it is that's created over there in China, all the Walmart clothes. You know, this is not the same thing, okay? People in America have committed crimes, all right? It may not be a perfect legal system, but we don't have any concentration camps. The closest we came to concentration camps was the forced quarantines that they were doing during the pandemic. Sonny Hostin is a truly, remarkably stupid person. All right. And uh, I thought this was extremely interesting. Oh, oh no, no, no. We got to talk about this first. I've got a couple of uh, couple of stories here in regards to... A whistleblower where, okay, so here is initially, I guess Benny Johnson had this whistleblower on. He spoke to him when he was out kind of doing a protest in front of the Department of Transportation in Washington, D.C. He was passing out water bottles that uh, I think they, they were like Dasani or something like that. But they were telling the people at the Department of Transportation, which is where Pete Buttigieg works, which oversees the rail disaster in East Palestine, They were telling them that it was water from East Palestine. Now, keeping in mind that the EPA said it's totally healthy to drink, you're fine. And, of course, uh, the people, once they learned that it was water from East Palestine, none of them wanted to drink it. Because any self-respecting person is immediately put off and knows that there was something inherently wrong with that. There was way too many chemicals that spilled into the groundwater and into the soil and were burned off into the air. Of course, that water isn't safe to drink. But if you live in East Palestine, what the hell are you supposed to do? Pete Buttigieg has completely let go of his duties. He's not doing anything. He's spending more time on paternity leave. And apparently, Benny Johnson uh, had uh, some good success there. So while he was there, security actually told him to leave, to move away from the building. What's interesting is that in the wake of that, a Department of Transportation employee came up to Benny Johnson's table. He was wearing a badge, so it was clear that he still worked there. He had been at the Department of Transportation for 25 years. And he gave Benny Johnson a whole bunch of details about what's been going on inside the building since the East Palestine rail disaster happened and even before. He basically told Benny about the open politicization and the criminality taking place inside that department under Pete Buttigieg, Secretary Pete Buttigieg. The Department of Transportation was cripplingly slow to respond to the tragedy in East Palestine. Any reasonable person could see that. But apparently, it's not because the entire agency is inept. 
as we've stated before, I tend to think that it was because that is a heavily Republican area. The people who work at DOT, DOT, career people like this guy, are absolutely humiliated, and they know why it happened. There was no urgency in East Palestine. It was purely political, and it was based on the fact that that is a red state and not a blue state. Now, that is fundamentally insane to actually hear. Once again, this is like learning about the DNC and Act Blue laundering a bunch of cartel money into uh, political uh, runs all over the nation. Uh, You know that. You know that fundamentally, that things are illegally stacked against you and that Democrats are getting money from all of these various sources. But the question was, how are they doing it? Well, now we know. And here we can also learn that In fact, everything we believed about the disaster in East Palestine, the painfully slow response by the federal government, it was done, of course, because it's a red area. They want to kill Republicans. If you identify as a conservative, they want to stamp you out. They want to take your voice and they want to strip you of your rights. And at the end of the day, life is the most fundamental right. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. How can you pursue happiness if you can't even drink your water? Uh, so this is uh, exactly everything that we thought had potentially happened. So uh, this is the actual video right there. And I'm going to go ahead and share the link to it. And you guys can check it out in your own time. I think that that is going to be it right there. Uh, Tina, for some reason, Rumble is doubling comments sometimes. Uh, looks like we've got a bunch of new badges in the audience as well. Um, I had heard that Rumble was officially rolling these out. Um, and I don't know if uh, if you have the ability to change those. I don't know how you do, uh, but I know that it's possible. Uh, okay. All right, guys. Uh, that is it. I'm going to call it a day because I have to get ready for my show with Brad tonight, Altered State on the Badlands Media Network, and uh, we are going to be talking about another set of subjects. I'll leave that for the card when that goes up. But um, just a couple of thank yous. Uh, actually, just one. Woken Walked said, let us not forget the World War II Japanese internment camps. Best. Yes, actually, that's right. Here in the United States, we had internment camps for Japanese citizens. Uh, these were not necessarily Japanese spies. They just put all Japanese into internment camps so that they didn't have to deal with the possibility of them being spies. And uh, it's really not all that different from the concentration camps in Germany. So it happens all over the world. Uh, slavery and evil people have been in existence since uh, man first walked this earth. All right, you guys, thank you for being here. Have always, excuse me, thank you for being here. As always, this has been Red Pill 78. My name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector, and I will hopefully see you tonight.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.